The purpose of this podcast is to educate and inform. It is no substitute for professional care by your doctor or your qualified healthcare professional. Never disregard or delay professional medical advice because of something you've heard on this podcast or in any linked material. Guests who speak on this podcast express their own opinions, experience, and conclusions. Dr. Shirley neither endorses nor opposes any particular opinion discussed on this podcast. The views expressed on this podcast have no relation to those of any academic, hospital, practice, institution, or other entity with which Dr. Shirley may be affiliated. Welcome to Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty. This podcast is curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD, as the definitive source of holistic wellness through beauty. Welcome to the Forever Fab podcast, the podcast dedicated to fashion, the art of living well, and all things beauty. I'm your host, Dr. Shirley Madeir, your purveyor of this definitive source of living a beautiful life. And this week's episode is dedicated to the beauty of giving. Giving back is the new luxury. This is my interview with Sandra Repair and Lisa Evans. Sandra and Lisa, you are both mothers. You're wives to very busy men, and you are both my friends. And I know that you are very active in the world, contributing generously to making the world a better place, and for that I'm grateful. Knowing this about you both, I'm honored that you are taking this time to speak with me today about your philanthropic efforts. So I welcome you both, and I thank you for your time. Thank you. Each of you, tell me, I know a lot about both of you, but for our listeners, tell me a little bit about yourself. What's your history? What's your journey? How did you get to here? So I uh, was born in Norway, and I lived in Norway till I was 18 years old. I um, moved to Barcelona, and uh, after Barcelona, I came to New York City. And I kind of never left. <laughs> I, I uh, love New York. Uh, having lived in Hong Kong and London in the last 30 years as well, yes. I've always come back to, to New York. And New York is one of these places that um, make you feel really alive. Yes, I would agree with that. Sandra, well, speaking of Spanish, how's your Spanish? Uh, not very good. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, Sandra. <laughs> I'm a native New Yorker, you know, born and raised uh, in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Um, yeah, and um, raised by a fabulous Puerto Rican mom um, who's a lovely cook and, yes. <laughs> and taught me how to dance and live life. Um, and, you know, I worked on Wall Street for a couple of years, and now I'm uh, selling real estate for Douglas Elliman. There you go. Both very busy women with full lives. So I remember how I met the, each of you, and it was through mutual friends. So how did the two of you meet? That was mutual friends as well. Yeah, yeah. A, a wonderful lady by the name of Axel. Mm. Um, our children went to school together at the Lycée Francais, and I think, I think it was about I'm going to say about 13 years ago. Yeah. About 13 yeah. years ago. When you when you were both 12. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> I know lots of things. We became instant friends. I, I never forget. <laughs> but instant in the in the old school term, not on Instagram. Friends. No, exactly. I, although I know you're both friends on Instagram. <laughs> no. So you both do amazing things for the not only for your families and your friends but also for the world so please tell me about your philanthropic efforts and your and your helping and giving to charity not just financially but of your time and your energy talk to me about why you do that um i've been involved with city harvest i think it's um almost 20 plus years 
through a friend of ours who introduced us. And City Harvest was near to us because um, there was a need. Uh, people were throwing away food that was imperfectly, you know, great to, to unused. feed. Unused food. Yeah. And um, so we found, you know, that there was a need. Homeless shelters needed this food. Yeah. Supermarkets, restaurants, and, um, you know, even companies are now involved in giving away the food that would go to waste yes. to help these shelters and people who are in need. There are like one in five children today, if you think about it, that don't know where their next warm meal is coming from. And, and that was personal to me, you know, yeah. growing up, not, you know, having the means all the time. And, you know, my my uh, my parents were on on a SNAP program. So we we needed food. We yeah. needed the help of the government yeah. to help us. So this is our way mm -hmm. to give back to society and make a slight difference wherever we can. Yes. Yes. You know. And Lisa? Yeah, and for me, it's very different because I was lucky enough to grow up in a country like Norway where there is no such need, you know, right. there isn't, uh, we don't have homeless people, um, everyone has enough, so uh, you have food, education, healthcare. So when I came here, I was very surprised because of course in my mind, New York was just this fabulous city yeah. full of amazing lights and happening things and yeah. opportunities. So seeing the homeless people mm -hmm. and sort of uh, um, understanding just how different this very wealthy country because of course, as a Norwegian, we, you know, the U.S. was everything. everything, and to actually come and see things that hadn't been advertised, I didn't know that not it was as like advertised. That. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I started tutoring at Martin Luther King High School, and I was um, 19 years old, so I was very young, and uh, and met a lot of kids there super smart kids but just didn't have the the basic or hadn't had the basic sort of education from early on and therefore yeah. was constantly lagging behind right so your motivations were different but you mm -hmm. each came to the same place yes. that giving really is a privilege and a luxury and a necessity so do you think that philanthropy or giving, whether it's time, money, energy, whatever, is a form of activism? Are you making a statement about your beliefs or how the world should run by being philanthropic? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, helping each other out where, you know, today you walk by these these bums. Sometimes, you know, I don't know, I'm sure a lot of people feel the same way. You don't want to give them a dollar or two dollars yeah. or yeah. whatever it is because you don't know what they're going to do, do with, with that money. So... For me, I would rather say to them, you know what? We have a food pantry. You need food. Come yeah. get food at this area right. rather than giving them the $20 that you don't know what they're really going to do with it. Right. So, yes, I, it, I, yeah. for me, it's it's a little activism yeah. as well. I would um, yeah, and, yeah, and uh, so I'm also in, involved with City Harvest, but not to the extent that Sandra is. I, I spend a lot of my time um, on education yes. and healthcare. Um, I used to I teach I, you know, uh, in uh, the inner city and saw how many kids would come to school every day not having had breakfast, not uh, um, being fed well, but also the fact that the government or it has not sort of made sure that these kids get their basic mm -hmm. early childhood education, which is a recipe for disaster. 
Because if you don't have, you know, early, early reading skills um, so that you can go to the next step and the next step and the next step, you lag behind. Yeah. And it's not good for us as a society right. either. Right. So you wonder why so many people are on the streets. And, you know, I think I am a big believer in that government has a responsibility to also pick the bottom up. Yeah. Yeah. So who taught you what you currently think about society and giving. Um, how did you have female role models or mentors that taught you that giving was a good thing or a helpful thing? I don't know. I think the first time I decided to do something that was giving back, I was working at J.P. Morgan. I remember uh, back then they had a program where you can be a mentor mm -hmm. and, and help somebody else because as, as I was growing up, I didn't have that mentor. I didn't have, you know, in my teens, somebody to help me with algebra. It was basically, you're on your own. Yeah. So the fact that JP Morgan introduced me to an organization where you can be a mentor. Yeah. And then also Lisa introduced me to a to a charter school up in Harlem mm. that was, you know, so interesting for me to go up and 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 spend time with these young teenagers yeah. and spend time with them and just say to them, you know what? I came from that same background right. and you can make this too. Yeah. If you dedicate it, you stay in school. And right. it's so important yeah, to I teach agree. these young women and young boys that through education could be your way out of this uh, of this life that you're living that sometimes wasn't you know yeah. the most desirable right. and, and Lisa was one of the first one what was you know, the name the, of that charter school uh, the children's storefront school right yeah. yes amazing yeah. I think my role model was um, my grandmother mm -hmm. uh, so uh, she was one of the few people I knew who volunteered and that's partly because in Norway there isn't that big push to volunteer because the need isn't as big as it is here. Yes. Um, but she had, sadly, her husband was an alcoholic mm. and died young, uh, sort of often didn't come home because, you know, he was in the park or the street somewhere just, you know, not um, finding his way home. Two of her sons ended up the same way. Oh. So... Uh, she went always to volunteer at the center for, you know, it, I don't know what you would even call it here, but the center for alcoholics and drug oh, addicts. Right, right, and like a rehabilitation center, center or But detox, it's sort of right. a volunteer. It's, it, you come in and out, you, uh, it doesn't cost anything. Right. So, but she would be there volunteering. Wow. And I was always so impressed because I was very scared mm -hmm. of of. People right. that were drunk, or you know, and, and 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 now you live in New York. Now I live in New York. <laughs> I'm not so scared anymore. No, um, but I think uh, she was definitely someone who was always giving. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. and yeah. even though she had the toughest life of anyone mm -hmm. I knew. Yeah, and it's not only giving money, but it's really giving your time. Yes. That really, to me, is a self gratification. Mm -hmm. When we showed up a couple of, uh, I think it was about a year or two, and all our co-chairs showed up at the. Um, up in Harlem at the food.
food yeah, uh, court to, to it was a special day yeah. and we saw the lines of people yeah. and it was freezing that day and yeah. there were lines of people waiting for uh, you know for, what was it that we were giving out that day Lisa do you remember uh, uh, yeah loads um, of vegetables yeah I thought it was fruits and yeah. vegetables yeah. Yeah. yes and and you know and that to me was really self gratifying that mm. we were doing something these people were coming there for something that they really needed and yeah. they were com- they were picking up food going home to cook for their family yeah. 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 I, I agree with both of you it does mm-hmm. it, it gives you a wonderful feeling inside that mm-hmm. you are actually helping to make someone's life yeah. better even if it's just one person right. and in my family it's just been right. generations and generations of yeah giving yeah. um, and of course being having been born in Haiti yeah. which is a very yeah. very intense place right. it's you are compelled yeah. to to give yeah. it's just part of life but yeah. you know what's it, so interestingly with Haiti yeah and also many African countries that I've been to uh, there is a warmth of the Haitian people. Mm-hmm. There is they yeah. they may have nothing, nothing. but mm-hmm. they give so, so much yeah. because they give of their spirit. That's they right. give of mm-hmm. their time. Yeah. They give love. Yeah. And, and that, a smile despite and the smiles, tragedy of exactly. their environment. They have very little to smile for, for. in our yeah. Yeah. sort of definition of what there is to be happy about. Yeah. But they give so much happiness and and often when I've made those kinds of trips. Um, I have to say that I come back so enriched and I feel that mm. I've been given a lot more than yeah. I could possibly give them. Yeah. Just Don't you feel the same way like with my son at home? I'm like, wait a minute, are you throwing that away? No, yeah. I'm sorry. There are people in the world. Yeah, no. Don't you hear yourself <laughs> saying that yeah, to all your... There are people in the world who really, yeah. that's their meal. That yeah. last, that, it's, it's a weak meal yeah. and you're going to throw that away. No, 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 no. no. You yeah. put yeah. that in the refrigerator. It's yeah. true. <laughs> it's true. Which brings me to my next question. Mm-hmm. How do you teach your children? Oh, your yeah. mothers, right? right? Your, how yeah. do you teach your children yeah. to yeah. give of their time or energy or money or I anything? Think kids, I think kids watch. They watch yes. what their parents do. So, uh, so for example, in my case, I watched my grandmother. And the reason why I'm saying I didn't watch my mom, my mom was a single mother who had my sister and I. She didn't really have a lot of time to go out there. But my grandmother did. I think in our household, they don't see just me doing it. Yeah. But my husband, who works around the clock and mostly in China, um, they see that when he is around, it's about you know either giving of giving money or yes. giving time, yes. volunteering, being you know out there, and and I think they watch, and therefore it becomes natural. Yeah, second you nature. Know. Yeah, this is what our family does. Yeah. And I think a lot of a lot of students now. Um, I know that my son yeah. has started something at the Lycée Francais, which is really wonderful. It's you know, it all the children bring in some snack of some kind, and they all get together and they all pack together, and they know that these snacks are going to those in need. Mm-hmm. And our children, we've taken them to the repack yeah. center yes. at City Which Harvest, City and yeah. we <laughs> we've all them. been there together. I, I know. <laughs> been there, and we show them that they have to give back and it's but really also the important. joy that you see because oh, when we've yes. done that you see the kids they're so excited, excited. to yeah to pack yes. the grapefruits yeah. and the yeah. this and the that yeah. and knowing that the labor that they put in mm-hmm. actually is meaningful yeah. that you know it, it makes a difference yeah. to a lot of our neighbors yeah. in need it's true and they are our neighbors yeah so speaking of neighbors the world needs band-aids as well as solutions which 
do you prefer to invest in or give your time in? The, the Band-Aid, which can be anything from you're going to go and volunteer one day or the actual solution, you know, digging deep and trying to figure out policies or why the, the issue happens and, and how can it change. So how do you choose between the Band-Aid and the solution? Well, sometimes I don't think you have the luxury of choosing. Yeah. Because if, uh, of course, it's much better to work on the solution and we right. all should work on the solution. But I think where we are today in many places in the world, um, it, it seems like the solution isn't there right now. Yeah. And therefore, we need loads of Band-Aids. Loads and, of Band-Aids, and, yeah. yeah and, and every day putting Band-Aids on, I mean, it seems uh, like the need is just so huge. It is overwhelming. And with the way um, a lot of politics are today, and mm. the, the solution, I don't, I don't see it right now. It's but hard to put a band-aid because, you know, we have our, we have our hands crossed sometimes. Yeah. You know, the politicians are, you know, cutting back more and more each day when families are in need mm -hmm. more and more. Yeah. So when you see a SNAP kind of program that helped feed my family when right. I was mm -hmm. a child, now all yeah. of a sudden being cut back, now you're saying, okay, now what does City Harvest have to do? Yeah. What do education, you know, we have to step mm -hmm. up. Yeah, so, as individuals. Right, as yeah. individuals, and, and, and but, it's important. And that goes back to what yeah. I was saying earlier about education. The, the reason why we're putting so many Band-Aids mm -hmm. on is mm -hmm. that the fundamental sort of building up and teaching our kids right. to read and write, if you cannot read or write, you are not going to be able to hold proper jobs, etc. Mm -hmm. So it's, in the end, it, it's, it is us as a society that suffers. Mm -hmm. And it's us as, a, as individuals in a society that a, have yeah. to reinvest yeah. in ourselves and others. Yes. I agree mm -hmm. with that. Yeah. And you, you mentioned that there's so many causes, both of you, and both of you are involved in, in more than one uh, charity. How do you choose? I mean, my heart goes out to so many different causes. How do mm. you choose what you're going to give your limited time to? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think City Harvest uh, chose us because, mm -hmm. you know, my husband owns, you know, the restaurant La Bernadette, yes. and he found that at the end of the day, there, there was a lot of food that was going to waste. And, um, you know, a friend of ours introduced us to his organization, and we said, okay, here's where we can make a difference. Here's yeah. where we can help. Um, and, of course, you know, it, it's, it's, it's our choice to stay involved for so many years. But, you know, Lisa, I guess you chose education because... This is important to you as well. I love the children organization. Yeah. As a parent, yeah. you want to, you know, you want to uplift the children. Yeah. No, and I'm I'm um, uh, a teacher. I sit on the um, uh, uh, teachers' college at Columbia. Their board um, uh, teaching. I have to say, the teachers out there mm -hmm. that work in the inner city in mm -hmm. these schools so are underpaid. heroes, and oh, they're yeah. underpaid. And yeah. so when I stop teaching on an everyday basis it was natural for me to go and also knowing the need right, right. if you've been right. in that classroom if you've seen the kids that come in every day and, and the, what they need they, it becomes uh, something that you're passionate about and City Harvest uh, I love the fact that they also teach how to use the vegetables that you hand out so that so that families can go home and cook healthy meals and it was Sandra and Eric who introduced us to to City Harvest yes. and and the thing is also once you get to to know an organization and I think that's probably 
pretty much every charitable organization and you know the work that they do and how crucial it is, mm -hmm. you can't turn your back to it. That's right. And you know there's a real synergy between the children that she wants to teach and yes. the yeah. food that they need to eat. Because Absolutely. if you think about it, Good you don't feed these, the right. you yes. don't see right. these children and they're one yeah. out of five that yeah. don't know where, you know, you don't feed these children, they're not going to be able to learn no. on, Absolutely on an correct. empty stomach. They're no. thinking about, geez, my stomach my is stomach, growling yeah. and I'm yeah. really yeah. hungry, yeah. you know, so there this is, there's a definite yeah. synergy between what we Absolutely. both do it in and, and we'll continue doing. Yes. <laughs> Thank goodness yes. for that. Well, I love what you both said. So when someone's trying to choose, well, okay, well, you know, I have this ability to volunteer, to write a check, to teach, or whatever the case may be, I love that you said knowing the need. Mm -hmm. If you're in it, or yeah. if you've experienced it, or if you've seen it, you yeah. know the need. Yeah. And I also love, Sandra, what you said about making a difference. Where mm -hmm. do you think you can really make a difference? And that difference could be literally for one person at one yes. point in time. Yes. And then you can choose to continue. And and then, Lisa, yeah. you mentioned something that you're passionate about. Yeah. And then the last yeah. component would be, would be potentially, if you don't know, maybe someone can make an introduction yes, and mm -hmm. you can start that. So yeah. I love True. this tag teaming going on here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you vet? We talked about maybe how to choose an organization. So how do you vet an organization? How do you know that they're legit, that a certain the majority of their revenues are going to the actual people in need? How do you figure that out? There's a there's a there's a uh, um, a standard that's rated by charities and I, I don't know I think it's like a gold they give you a gold star or something like that but if you Google it and you Google the charity and you find out where where this money is really going where you know um, you know when you donate to City Harvest how much of that dollar mm, is exactly. going how much to, is their, their overhead their overhead because right? I think a lot of organizations mm. unfortunately mm. have an enormous overhead Ginormous. and then you have to wonder if your dollar is having an impact exactly right. so uh, and and I think living in New York City mm. there are so many smaller organizations and big organizations but there are a lot of smaller organizations that that really you you it's easy to really look at their budgets and see how how the money is being spent yeah. Very true. I'll, I'll look that up, Sandra. I don't yeah. know what it is. There's a, yeah, there's a rating system. There's a rating right. system. Right, it's like the, how That's Zagat rates, rates restaurants. restaurants. <laughs> there's a rating system. My for husband, charities. Uh, yeah, for okay. charity. My husband knows the name of it, but it's it's really important because you want to know mm -hmm. that they're not a, a fraud and they're yeah. not just taking your money, yeah. that, but they're doing something with it. Yeah, that's the most important thing, difference. right? Fine, you take yeah. the money, but please do yes. something yes. legit yes. with yes. it. I, I love that. I'm going to look that up. Actually, I might call you later for the mm -hmm. reference. Now, you both are deeply involved with your own personal charities. Sandra, I know you are very much involved with City Harvest, you and your husband. And then, Lisa, I know you're involved with New Yorkers for Children, and you mentioned the Teachers College at Columbia. So choose one of those and tell me why, what you love about each of those. So, Sandra, you can start with what you love about City Harvest. Tell me a little bit more about City Harvest. And well, first why of all, that it. event that we have in April is a fun event. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, we all get together, and and it's, you know, a lot of friends, and, and a, a, it's a big community that really are there for one purpose and one purpose only, and it's to raise as much money as you possibly can 
that will help feed the six, you know, the, the 1.2 million people in New York Isn't City. That unbelievable? It, 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 it's unbelievable in that New in New York City alone, there are 1.2 million people that need food. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, we have that yeah. one event, which is a lot of fun and it's entertaining. Um, and we're having a good time. And it raises and, a it raises ton of money, which is what is needed at the, yeah. at right. the end yeah, of the right. day. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's um, what to answer your question. Yes. That, that is why I, you know, get involved with City Harvest, yes. you know, because I know that event and then we have the bid event that yes. also is a fabulous, fun event, raises money for a cause. And I remember the first year at City Harvest, uh, I cried because we were just trying to raise one million dollars that's all we needed and we finally raised that night for the very first time a million dollars that one night and then you think about how many people are Mm. going to eat by one million dollars worth of food right they they i think they rescue 64 million pounds of food a year that's a lot of food there and so now we're at four million dollars and that's incredible you know that's because of New Yorkers getting together and helping their neighbors. Yeah, for a singular and the, mm-hmm. Yeah, and the message going out, basically right. yeah. saying that, that right. you can all help. Mm-hmm. I think with City Harvest, what's wonderful is that the, the dollars translate into food so easily, That's right? right. Mm-hmm. Other yeah. organizations, it's harder to say for your gift of $1,000, yes. let's say, we're going to do X, Y, and Z. Right. Um, it doesn't mean it's not as important. It's right. just harder to really uh, uh, translate it. Whereas yeah. City Harvest is yeah. wonderful because oh. even if you give five bucks, yeah. here's that a good, is here's you know. a direct translation: one dollar that you donate gets four pounds of food. Yeah. For one dollar, right? Yeah. <laughs> so that's wonderful. That's, so I I have de- I'm devoting uh, my time and and our sort of philanthropic money uh, to a few different charities, one of which is New Yorkers for Children. Yes, and and the reason children. why I sort of uh, got involved with them is that when I was teaching, yes. um, I saw kids that were coming from uh, families that that your parents were involved. I had homeless kids. Wow. I had a, a bunch of kids in foster care. Mm-hmm. Many foster care families are wonderful. Yes. But there are also foster care families that are not great. And these kids need better parents than any other kid because they miss their parents and they are, they're sort of placed by the government in these families. Yeah. And New Yorkers for Children not only mentor these kids, prepare them for tests that they have to take. Oh, wow. They basically kind of parent them so, or yeah. mm-hmm. try to, to fill a lot of the gaps that sadly these kids um, uh, experience. Yeah. And um, uh, I, that was something that really spoke it to me. It resonated with yeah. you. Yeah, I mean, the children, it's such a sad situation when you see that children are suffering. I watched something on, on television the other night about the refugee system. Oh, my oh I mean, mm, yeah. That's How where many you have to. In yeah, the world I know. Are there? And that's where, when you talk about band aids or policies, it's like, wow, God, could we just start all over again yeah. and make the world, mm-hmm. you know, um, a beautiful place for everyone to be? Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully, we'll do that one person at a time. Right. <laughs> Sometimes charitable giving can be deeply personal, as you both explained. Sandra, for you, and the SNAP program, and Lisa, for you, is teaching. 
if it isn't deeply personal for another individual, how do you engage people to give? How do you motivate them to get engaged and involved? That's a tough one, I, right? It's, it's I think one. it is deeply personal for every single human being. They just don't know it yet. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because I do think that when you go out there and because we're humans yeah. and the people in need are humans. Mm -hmm. And once you connect with them, yeah. you actually discover things about yourself that, you know, I have to say through all the work that I've done with, with underprivileged people, um, uh, populations in New York City, uh, this country, Africa, Haiti, you know, uh, there isn't a day that I've been out in the field or, you know, that, yes. that I don't come back and feel so enriched. Yeah. And I think it's just going out there and getting to know who you are, yeah. actually. Yeah. Um, reconnecting. You're connecting with people, but you're also reconnecting with yourself. Yeah. Because as you said, no matter how we look, how we feel about politics or issues, whatever mm. the case may be, when you get back to it, we're all human yes. and we have that in common. Yeah. So if we can remember that, then that may be a way mm -hmm. to get people more engaged and involved. Like, well, you're human too. Yeah. And you may yeah. have had this life, but mm -hmm. you're still right. And there for the grace of God go I. Sometimes you think to yourself, life is beautiful right yes, now. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. But yeah. that could be me. Yeah. That could be me oh. not knowing where my next meal comes from, God forbid, if I lose my job or, you know what? Yeah. It's, it, it's a nice thing to say, okay, look, I'm living a very comfortable life right now, yeah. but you know, tomorrow things could change. Mm -hmm. So you would want somebody to help you. So Absolutely. give back mm -hmm. and make that difference. It really is, is for me, it's, it, it makes me wake up every day knowing that I made that little bit of a difference. Yeah. It's motivational and purpose. I have a sense of purpose. Satisfactory, yes. 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 Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I think we that's another thing that we all share in common as humans. We all have a purpose. And I think that purpose is to not only for us to live our best lives ever, but to help others to live their best lives ever. Yes. And I think that does include giving mm -hmm. back in the way that you can. Mm -hmm. So speaking about best life ever, mm -hmm. each of you or together collectively, what are your, this is the Fab Five. The Fab yeah. Five. The Fab Five. Fab Five. Oh, no, we did like seven. <laughs> <laughs> so what are your top five recommendations oh for living God. a beautiful life and or helping someone else to live a beautiful life? I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start with laughter oh. and learning. I mean, like, I love to laugh. Yeah. That's one of my favorite things because yes, I think it's contagious, <laughs> you, you know? <laughs> If we share a laugh, then someone will laugh with us. Yeah. And learning every day. Just, mm. you know, um, get up and, and say, okay, today I want to learn something new. Yeah. And try to love. Yeah. Because often yeah. we get sort of get caught distracted up, or caught up by, mm -hmm. by actually most of the time absolutely silly little nothings. Mm -hmm. So fight less, love yes. more. Oh. <laughs> I love that. In, at home, yes. away. Yeah. You know? yes. At home, fight less at home. So subject exactly. for another podcast. Exactly. Spend, time, love, with, love, spend love. time with family. Yes. I mean, real quality time. Spend yeah. time with family. Spend time with friends. Yeah. You know, for me, my friends are like my family. Yeah. I, I, and you all know this because I 
get you all together. Yes. Where are you? I need yeah. you one-on-one -on -one yes. time. Let's have dinners. Let's yeah. have a coffee. Let's yes. take a walk. Yes, you're Let's, great at that. Stuff. Right? I, I'm yeah. constantly reminding yeah. us, you know, we need to get together. Yeah. And, and togetherness is really, it. Uh, mm -hmm. and this is also going back to, you know, when you are together with people that you don't know as well mm -hmm. and people in need, and there is a there is a, a a trust and a friendship that yeah. that it's built there that is so been, tangible or yeah. so fragile in many ways, but but so so beautiful. Precious, yes. But I agree, family, friends. For me, um, nature is really important. Uh -huh. So I think we're very lucky in New York that we have this amazing park. Yes. I find spending time there every day, which I do with my dog, is um, time to just breathe and and I guess it's my version of meditation. Yeah, that's mm. your active meditation. My meditation is getting on that Peloton and <laughs> so I work out every day just so that I can just, you know, start the day right, you know, just yes. getting all that energy, you know, going and, you know, staying in shape. I mean, I don't meditate. My husband is the meditator. Yeah. He sits there, you know, for twenty minutes a day. I my meditation is at the gym, yes. getting my exercise. Okay, so that was four in total. So what's Enjoying the last food. one? Enjoying ah, food. Oh, goodness. we love sharing mm -hmm. food oh, together. Yes. Sharing good food, good meals, yes. taking the time to make them and to... Uh, to mm -hmm. That's and that actually goes back again to City Harvest. Yes. The yes. fact that City Harvest actually takes the time to teach. So, mm -hmm. you know, how to cook a squash, yes, right? Yes. And, and, the, and the enjoyment that you get from the mm -hmm. cooking lesson and then enjoy what you eat later, you know, the whole togetherness mm -hmm. in food is so important. Take a seat at my table. Let's yes. share a meal. So yeah. that was your Fab Five. And I know, Lisa, you mentioned earlier, we'll call this a, a bonus of the Fab Five, is giving back, right? Giving the back. both of you. Unselfishly. Oh, that part. <laughs> Which, yeah, maybe the most important one. But, that, but yeah. they all actually, yes. if you're with a friend and yes. you talk about friendships, you are mm. giving. Absolutely. You're taking and giving. That's right. right. And, yeah. But taking without giving means yes. nothing. Means nothing. That's no. right. Mm -hmm. and, and again, what we all talked about during this podcast is that giving could be could come in so many forms it doesn't have to be a check it doesn't have to be you know a coin it could be time it could be yes. your ideas mm -hmm. right yes. it could be just being there for yeah. someone who needs someone to have you know to bounce something off of so I love this topic and I love the both of you thank you so much thank, thank you. you Shirley you've been listening to my interview with Sandra Repair and Lisa Evans on the beauty of philanthropy and giving back is the new luxury to those of you who are listening to this podcast please consider enhancing your life by helping to make someone else's life more beautiful and there are a number of charities that you can you can give to when we talked about City Harvest New Yorkers for Children we talked about Summer Step in Southampton, Fresh Air Home, the museum, Whitney Museum, New York Presbyterian, whatever you're passionate about, there's something that you can do. So thank you, everyone. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Forever Fab Podcast. Until then, next time, stay beautiful inside and out. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you, Sandra. Thank you. Thank you, Shirley. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty, curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD. Live beautifully and help make the world a more beautiful place.